good? What it do and what's popping? It is your boy Marcus J. Destin back with another episode of Instaviews. Um, I want to thank Les the Genius for the last episode of Instaviews, having a flashback throwback to episode one technically. Um, but thank you, Les. It was a dope-ass episode. A lot of people viewing it on the podcast, so I appreciate y'all. Don't forget that you can view these episodes on YouTube as well as my Instagram, as well as in a podcast audio version available everywhere, wherever it is you stream a podcast. Just put in Instaviews or put in Marcus Destin. And it'll pop right up. And I mean, if you need to listen on the go, I got you, baby. But today, without further ado, I got one of my favorite people. All these people be my favorite people, but they really do. They're just all my favorite people, you know what I'm saying? Um, one of my favorite people here with me today. Um, this is family, but I'm going to keep it professional. Sellers Media, um, a.k.a. CL. How are you feeling, baby? I'm feeling, bro. Appreciate you. No, nah, man, I appreciate you for making time. CL's a busy, he's a busy, busy <laughs> young man. I can't even call him a kid no more, but... Um, I grew up with CL, um, babysitting in the backyard. We did a little bit of everything. We church, all that kind of, all that stuff. <laughs> we, we, I was thinking about it the other day and, um, we, we was in the backyard. We was in the backyard with it. We was every, we traveled all over, man. And, everywhere. and every, everywhere. When I say family, this ain't like, this is like, this like blood family, like blood, blood, like this real family. Um, so, you know, I appreciate CL and it's just awesome seeing how well he's grown and just like how successful of a businessman he is. So I'm going to call him a photographer, but I'm also going to throw an entrepreneur as well and inspirer. Like he, he does a lot of variety of things and we'll get into that more. Um, but without further ado, we are going to go right into a game we like to call make it quick. All right. So CL, I'm gonna give you a warning. Like I give everybody else, uh, People take Make It Quick kind of serious, the people that listen to it, all right? So it's, it's a few of us that listen, you know what I'm saying? But the few that do listen, they take it pretty serious, all right? So they got on free. They got on Maya when she made some decisions like Beyonce or Rihanna. You know, she said the wrong thing. Some people didn't like it. So I'm not going to say it's going to affect your fan base. But what I'm going to say is you, you don't just think about it a little bit, you know what I'm saying, before you make it quick, all right? I got you, I got you. I bet, bet, bet. So let's get right into it. For question number one, would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell? Detect any lie I hear. Okay, why? Because if I'm making a business deal, I can hear who's trying to get over on me and who's not. Told you, he don't stop. He don't stop thinking about that money, man. He don't stop thinking about, he don't stop thinking about that business, man. That's a true entrepreneur. All right. Uh, never hear music again or lose your taste buds my taste buds okay all right uh richest person in the world or the smartest smartest okay job of your dreams without the family or an average job with the family like my family mm-hmm average job with my family i'm nothing without family like, look, humble he's a humble he's a humble beast y'all uh create history or delete it great of course uh brush your teeth with hot sauce or brush your teeth with ranch I was thinking the same thing. Uh, <laughs> that ranch gonna just feel like kind of milky, and you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a whole thing. I don't wanna, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like some sour cream and onion, like so. That's why I feel like that's what's gonna be. Uh, pizza every day or pizza never again? Pizza never again. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of pizza. Like I can go without pizza. I'm kind of cool. Uh, stuck in traffic or really slow internet connection? Oof. <laughs> stuck in traffic. I hate internet slow. Look, okay, okay, yeah, because I feel like everything we do revolves around a, a quick, a rather quick internet. So, and traffic, I can sit in and get some work done. So, um, last one: high IQ or photogenic memory? Ooh, 
Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I might go with the photogenic uh, memory. Ain't nobody asked me, but I think I'm gonna go with the photogenic. I'm thinking like if say if you in high school though, you looking at different test answers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Easy A's. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that high IQ though. Yeah. I ain't got a. I don't have to have a photogenic memory. The photogenic memory can scar you though if you see something that you don't want to see. That's true. That's true. So is it like a permanent photogen? Yeah, that's right. Because if I snap a picture of the wrong thing, like seeing somebody <laughs> I don't want to see naked or something like that, then I'm gonna be like, all right, man, I'll just go ahead and take the whole brain out. Let me start all over again. Exactly. Uh, I bet. So that was easy. You know, see how quick on his feet, man. Um, how have you been? Uh, I've been good so far. I just got off of lockdown from taking pictures, so I'm finally back at work. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, I've been good. Okay. Um. What so? Let people know. Well, how have you how have you spent your quarantine? I've uh, been trying to be as productive productive as possible, trying to learn any new skill. So I've been looking at like stock options and stuff, and trying to figure out the best way to edit my work in the fastest way possible. Because the shoot's starting to book up now, so I need yeah. to find the most effective way to get my day work back out. And uh, just making sure I write all my goals and checking them every day, so yeah. you can make those into reality. You you already work pretty fast from the one time that we we shot together and yeah. you you get a lot done in one sitting. Um so I think for to hear you say that means that you are still trying to be efficient in these times. I'm assuming that everybody is like with the states opening up at different rates and different paces. Yeah. People are starting to get their graduation photos, they're getting all type of pictures, they want to get back out there. Um have you seen an increase? In, I'm, I'm assuming you have seen, you've seen an increase in business in the last 2 weeks. Yes sir. Yeah, yeah. How do you handle that as a young man, young black man in this world, quarantine? How do you do it? I'm handling it pretty well because I pray for it. I was like, yo, I need some shoes to start rolling in. I'd be bored in the house. I'm getting tired of looking at the ceiling. Yes. Yeah. And saying YouTube videos. Someone yeah. sleeps with me now. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm chilling. I've been trying to just stay on top of everything so I don't get behind. How do you? How do you um how do you do that? Like what how do you maintain this and this was further down, but like we were just gonna get into it. How do you maintain that as a young man? Um you're in college, um a lot of people's mindset isn't where yours is. How did you condition yourself? How did you bring yourself to have this type of work ethic and focus on things this way as opposed to, well, I'm trying to hit the party, I'm trying to hit the club, I'm trying to do this, or finding the balance between the two. All right, so long story shirt. I said shirt. Long story short, uh, I used to work at Chick-fil-A and all that. And then when I started taking pictures and everything, I realized that I cannot work under somebody. Like, I I don't know if it's just me, but I mentally, like, can't. I can just can't listen to someone tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Tell me when days to work and all that stuff. I just can't do it. Yeah. So, for me, I was like, well, in order for me to be financially free and to be able to do whatever I want to, whenever I want to, I had to know how to basically have the discipline to do this, this, and that at certain times and just basically be smart with my decisions to make money in the long run. So I'm just trying to make sure I have everything set in place to where I don't really have to work on nobody. I'm just working for myself and I still have enough money to be free and do whatever I feel like. Yeah. When, at what age did that, my, how old are you right now? And then what age did that mindset kick in? I'm 19. It kicked in at 16 when I first got my car. Cause that's when I was like, well, I could start moving around a little bit. Mm-hmm. That, that's when I first started actually working at Chick-fil-A when I got my car. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this ain't it. And I was like, I'll never cook for food. I'll never work in a food place again. Yeah, no, 
Yeah, I've been there before. I working at Subway, that was one of the times I was like, I don't well, just a small step smaller step than what you've taken, just being more along the lines of I never want to work in food industry around around food. I don't want to serve food to nobody. Um, regardless of the place. Like people yeah. people just be feeling all types of ways and feeling themselves and, and you know, coming home smelling like the place that you work at all the time and you know, that ain't the wave no more, man. I ain't trying to do all that. It's it get worse yeah yeah and i don't want to i don't want to but i'm I'm much like you i don't want to hear nobody talking in my ear i also can't imagine myself working a job where somebody's just telling me what to do how to do it all the time um especially when you're not happy there right right you know, i do what i like to do other than you yelling at me telling me to do something i already don't like doing right right and you got a creative mind too so i'm sure that that for me i'm gonna speak from my perspective and then you yeah. can correct me when i'm wrong but for me as a creative my mind is going a thousand minutes, a, th a thousand miles a minute all the time anyway. Yeah. So then adding that additional thing of doing something I don't want to do, as opposed to me constantly thinking about the things I could be doing or that I want to do or I love to do, it just agitates me even more. And then somebody got to get this agitation. I don't know who it's going to be, but this is gonna, I'm going to fire off. I'm going to tee off on somebody at some point. And I don't know who it is, but somebody's going to catch it. No cap. Um, all right. So um, where are you from? What do you rep? You know what I mean? Let, let the people know. So I'm a I'm from the set of Hampton. That's wow, wow. Hampton, you from Hampton? I'm from Hampton, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I moved to Suffolk when I was like eight, nine. Mm -hmm. so I've been here basically. I basically been here like majority of my life. Yeah. So when I say I've, I've known CL and his brother, actually his whole family. I'm not just gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> put it in a box. But we don't, we just talk about CL. I've known CL since he was not a baby, but maybe since he was nine. Maybe, maybe older than that. Before that one. Before that? Maybe like when I was like seven. Mm, yeah, we used to go to King's Dominion. We used yeah. to, we used Deep. to, <laughs> used to uh, Children's Church. We used to run the Children's Church, me and Kayla, shout out to Kayla, um, and Genesis. And we'll talk about these people. These are names that'll come up later because these are people that CL still works with to this day. Um, but we used to do, every, we used to go, when I say we used to go everywhere, we had late night church services we would do um spending the night over their crib uh playing video games all night and it's like and watching these like watching everybody grow up yeah Creed. <laughs> but listen we <laughs> once i moved we still had the same connection to everything marvel yeah. movies with the I same mean. things we was doing at the crib was the same things we were still into after we moved like miles and miles apart virginia south dakota like creed is my man don't even get me started I'm not even, we was late in that movie the, man, the creed was that movie was so <laughs> fire man if you ain't seen creed go watch creed man y'all about to get me man i'm about to turn this whole interview off and go watch creed right now man. you know what i'm saying y'all lucky um so when did you decide to commit to photography, entrepreneurship full time? So I'm assuming we kind of just answered that question, but was there a certain day that you were like, I can do this full time? I decided to do it full time when, after I was doing my brother's football pictures for free, cause that's when I actually like started really taking pictures for real in school. Yeah. But after the, uh, his teammates started asking me how much he charged for pictures, I was like, hold on, I can charge for these. Huh? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And then this ain't easy too. I was like, this ain't fun. Yeah. Hey. But yeah, after that, after I heard that money, when it was like, yeah, mm -hmm. how much charge? I was like, yeah, I'm about to start making taking this serious. I already like doing it. It's already fun. Yeah, I feel like I can go far with it. So I was like, yeah, let's make it happen. Go ahead and pay me. Easy. Yeah, you talking money? I'm gonna be like, yeah. Oh, I didn't know I can make money off of this. So yeah, let me <laughs> let me go ahead and do this. And it transitioned from that to doing studio shots because my mom used to always get uh your photographers taking pictures and they'll bring their studio stuff to our house. Yeah, I'm like, you paying them? You need to pay me. <laughs> to be honest, to, to be honest. <laughs> 
and I and I've been to St CL Studio. He got a. This is not like one of them. I'm not downplaying nobody creative because you know I support the creatives a hundred thousand percent. But this ain't no rinky dink studio setup. He got various colors of the studio backgrounds. If you've ever seen his photos, Sellers Media, go look. You know you can pause this and go look at his photos. We talking top notch, top quality stuff. He shot stuff for me in the studio and outside the studio. My profile picture for the longest time was a shot that he took. It's like one of my favorite headshots um, ever, um, along with uh, Wu Ghostface. Um, both of them just took phenomenal pictures and they just, you know, just they young men that just know what they want and just have this. Eye. I always tell him he got this eye. CL's got this, <laughs> this eye about himself. And I just don't know. Did you start like taking pictures in church? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, uh, I'm Benita needed help taking okay. pictures. And, I, and she was like, here, help me out real quick. Mm -hmm. I took in church. She was like, oh, I like those. I like those. And that's when I was, I was like, all right, if you like them, I'm going to just keep doing it. Yeah. I what kind of what kind of camera was it? Like a regular or like a, off the phone? Like no, or like a little Nikon camera, like mm -hmm. you know one of the cameras that with the lens come out the camera, like mm -hmm. not the actual lens. It's like oh well, yeah, one of those. No. Yeah, those but, and like the little film cameras, the little yellow look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those. Well, you started off in the in the in the gutter with the with the <laughs> photos. You see, <laughs> you, was a, you was in there deep for real with the little <laughs> ching. Uh, you gotta take the pop them out, take them to Walgreens, get them uh developed. Yeah, I, I was taking photos in church. My photos never came out good. They were too blurry. I was too nervous. I was like, I don't want to be in the way. Somebody start bucking and catching the Holy Spirit. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, anyway. Uh, so, um, so once you committed to photography full time, um, I always like to get this different perspective of how did your parents feel about this committing to photography full time? Now, I know both your parents, and I feel like I know what the answer is going to be, but just so other people can hear it. You know, how what was it like in your social circle once you committed to photography and told them this is what you wanted to do? And even in your first steps to get the studio and your first pictures come out, what was that like? Well, as in social circle, like with my so-called friends back then when I first started, it was a couple, like, it was a group. Well, they weren't really like my friends, nothing, but it was just people that was like older than me that took pictures and stuff in the school and all that. Mm -hmm. So when I first started, they was like, oh, he trying to copy, he trying to hop on the wave and all that stuff. But I, the whole time, I hopped on the way through church through my aunt from me taking pictures, but they don't know that. So hey, I was like, all right, all right, well, whatever. You can hate, you're going to be on the bandwagon later on. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So after that, my, uh, told my mom and dad, I was like, yeah, I'm about to start taking pictures for real. You already know my dad, like, did a little bit of media and all that stuff in church, too. So mm -hmm. he was all for it. He was like, I mean, yeah, if you're going to do this, you need to learn how to do this, this, and this. Go ahead, get all the equipment you need. And we basically me and him both pitched in on buying me a camera for christmas mm. so got that camera that's when it took off i had my first actual camera with a detachable lens mm -hmm. that's when i started taking more pictures outside marlon was like a model back then at that point because yeah. i was like bro come on side we got to take pictures and that's when people just started hitting me up hitting me up hitting me up and my mom was like well since my mom always taking pictures all the time too i'll take her pictures literally every day mm -hmm. like church anytime she outfit on taking her pictures and she was all for it. She was like, Matt, I'm going to just model for you and make you better at this point because you're just going to keep getting practice with me too. And then she was, they both started, just started advertising my work. And then that's when more and more people came. I'm, uh, I'm Benita started advertising more and more people came. And me and Maya, me and Amaya both started taking pictures together. Mm -hmm. And then we started moving together with doing weddings, events, and all that. And that's when we really started leveling up mm -hmm. after that. 
and and I'm watching all this stuff happen like and and it and it didn't take no time and I think that that's like the this is where I bring more of the spiritual side and the things like once you're doing what you're supposed to be doing or what God got like ordained for you yeah. um really you're gonna go fast and sometimes you're gonna go a lot faster than what you anticipated so I'm watching this whole time looking at y'all and I'm like both you and Amaya first of all we're taking phenomenal pictures and putting out top quality work that was the one that was number one we ain't talking about oh let me come shoot you and it's just somebody random really ain't got no vision really ain't got nothing like they can just catch you in this way that you'd be like shoot i look like that because even i was looking at these photos like hold on i'm i'm, I'm kind of handsome i ain't know i ain't know you, you managed to catch a little light on me i ain't know i was that handsome but um also knowing your parents um your your mom well both of them are always in the spotlight all both of them are always um seen you know what I'm saying? And, and always like that. And so um, I think that it was dope that you were able to practice on your parents um, to to mm. shoot and develop your craft. So I just think that's always dope as hell when the people around you genuinely support. And of course, the haters are now your fans, too. And I'm sure they're asking for shoots and, and for advice, too, as well. It's actually crazy the amounts. That... <laughs> Listen, flex on them, please, because... <laughs> humble beast everybody he's a humble beast you know what i'm saying he, he can't flex but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say y'all should have y'all should have been on it okay y'all should have been on it we knew it you should have knew it when we knew it okay that's all i'm gonna say look okay hey look he better than me um so who are your top two inspirations um for photography whether to get started or right now either or like in general just like photographers in general, who's because you do more than photography. So who's your top two inspirations in general? My top two, I right, so look. Who I go to for motivation the most, like listening wise, because we, I'm like you know we spiritual and everything. Mm -hmm. Harvey connects with me more on the spiritual side. Okay. Because he always basically linking up the Bible and his work ethic and how he became a millionaire and all that stuff where he had today and his success, and then. Kevin Hart for how how many things he's doing at one time and how he's basically a millionaire from like 10 different streams of income. Mm -hmm. I think it's like crazy to me how he just do all that at one time. So it basically motivates me to be like, well, I only got two streams of income right now. I need to step that up, yeah. find something to do, find another talent, skill, whatever, and learn something. So yeah, them two for real, for real. And then my mom and dad for just leading the way and helping me out. And then my mom, just watching her journey the whole way to where she's at now and how God's unfolding everything for her right now is motivating me to always trust God in the process because mm -hmm. it might not come when I want it to, but it's going to come at some point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Listen, it don't get no better than that. Next question. Um, as a young man in the, man, that was, that was a very good answer. Um, as a young man in the game, and I'm going to even throw as a young black man in the game right now, um, are there any pressures that you feel or that you know that come that others either may not know or the obvious ones obviously being a young black man a young black entrepreneur in this world that we live in i feel like well pressure for me is knowing how much my work is worth but trying to appeal to my clients and stuff to make sure i don't lose no clients mm -hmm. but i'm not cheating myself at the same time by the prices i'm giving out mm -hmm. that's why that's actually what i'm struggling right with right now because mm -hmm. You seen like the past week, I was just dropping posts back to back to back mm -hmm. to back. And it felt like the amount of love I was getting that my work should be priced a little bit higher than what it is now. I feel like I'm lowballing myself for all the work I'm actually, that I was putting in. Yeah. So I was like, 
about to change that in a few because can't be doing all these pitches and all this and not really feeling like I'm getting the money's worth for it, especially when I'm buying all this new camera equipment. Mm-hmm. Other than like the price and all that, uh, really just having older people look at, look at me like I'm actually that good. Like I don't want nobody looking at me like, oh, he young, he not, he not there yet, none of that. I want them to come to me regardless of how old I am. I could be 10 snapping. Yeah. And I be my client. So yeah. Okay. I, and I saw that post today um, about, it was today or yesterday, I can't remember. I watched so much stuff. I think it was today that you were asking about the, the changing of the prices. Yeah. And that's gotta be, a, that. you know, I think I, I told I think I told you or I mentioned it before when we tried to do this like the Noah family thing mm-hmm. that like giving yourself more and don't let people my worst fear and this is also me from a distance right uh-huh. all the way in South Dakota watching my worst fear was I've witnessed before people start a business that are involved in church and then the people in church want the discount and that it's it's always a thing in black business like when people want the discount that people want um they want the lookout they want to you know what i'm saying like hold me down and that hold me down and the lookout does not get you where you need to be you right. know what i'm saying and it does not it also depletes the purpose because when you finally stop looking out and then put a price of what your worth is um they ghost they ghost very very quickly and the support goes down and then they feel like oh well he's feeling himself well no i'm I'm, I know my worth and I know my value. So why should I deplete that? Because you don't see my worth and my value. And it ain't even on you to see it, first of all. You know what I'm saying? Like, the crazy thing is, like, I've been thinking all the time, looking like, even if I change my prices, no matter how high I change it, God going to give me clients to, that's going to want my work because they're going to yep. know how my work is, what how my work is valued and all that. They're going to know my worth, even if they're not my friends or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. someone's going to buy my stuff. So. For sure. That's the bottom line. And it, and it doesn't... The other thing is with you putting out what you put out now, you get, if you raise your prices with the young man that you are now, everybody is not like, that's the other thing too. You got to remember context, but with the young man that you are and the work ethic that you have, the money that you're going to, that money that comes in from you raising your prices automatically is going to go back into your work. So it's not like you raising the prices just to sit on some more dough. You raising the prices to increase the experience. Yeah. Quality, everything. Yeah. Like, why would I, why would I just buy this and be like, well, I'm gonna keep the same camera, keep the same lens, keep the same studio and not develop my craft. Like, no, you're gonna have to, you're going, I already know it and I can already see it. You're going to get so big. You're going to be bigger than where you are. Your studio is now. Like you're going to have to start renting out a space specifically to shoot. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can already see it and it's not going to take too much longer. And the people that want to support you, they're going to support you. And it's kind of like, unfortunately you got to weed out those that don't. Like, yeah. and the prices you put up, I was like, that's it. That's, that's all I was like. I was like, that's it. Cause mm-hmm. you, my favorite shot, um, from you is the, in the wild, the Tarzan, more specifically the Tarzan shot. Yeah. The three guys. The, yeah. With the three guys. Um, and I love that kaleidoscope, um, yeah. shot that you have there. And I'm looking at these, like these belong in a magazine, like it's a cologne ad or it's a shirt ad, or it's something that belongs in a magazine. And eventually at some point, your studio either is going to go beyond just the studio and you're going to be doing some other stuff moving forward, or you're just going to be bigger than the space you are in now that I can just see it clear as day. You know what I'm saying? But what you you just said might come to pass in like two weeks. See, and, and, and some people, when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, when you're doing what you're supposed to, and me and CL ain't had no previous conversations to this. I don't look at his, I don't, I don't count his ducats. I don't count his pockets. You just know, Cause some people with work ethic and the real ones, 
they just got it like that and they and they're gonna be blessed like that but not like i just started submitting my stuff to magazines so hopefully they'll start rolling in yeah i'm not even worried about the money to be honest with you all right that's gonna come like god gonna make that happen he got why? Because why would he give you the talent if you won't go? Like you gonna turn this to a whole different type of interview type of discussion. But you're right. Like why would God give me the talent? Why would He give me this ability if He wasn't gonna pave the way for me to do the things I need to? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and take care of me. Like He would never give me more than I can bear. I can't imagine He would give me a talent with no way to fund the talent, yeah. Uh, increase the creativity or give me the audience to yeah. to do it. So. Exactly. All right, I'm going to shut up now. Next question. Um, so with those pressures that come, how do you combat those pressures? You said what? How do you, those pressures you mentioned before, how pressures? do you combat those? Uh, by basically just knowing that God's going to figure out a way for me. Like he's going to open up a door, give me an idea, or I'm going to run into somebody that's going to give me advice and to like basically help me out so mm -hmm. I can basically minimize my stress level on that my stress level on those type of stuff so i try my best just to stay focused and to have everything laid out to where i can knock all the hard stuff out the way first and then branch out to the easiest stuff to where i have less stress and less pressure on me makes sense um do you consider yourself a perfectionist or overthinker when it comes to distributing like photography yes and no okay. like it, it depends on what shoot it is because some shoots now nah, i like i don't see myself as perfectionist but at the same time it's like it's basically both because mm -hmm. we be like say if it's a concert or something that we want to do after i see one picture i be like yo we good like because mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna be like yo we good we don't even gotta take any more pictures all right i'm fine with this one right here but then it'll be either a model or somebody that convinced me to be like now we gotta get this exact shot we gotta get this exact shot and I don't duck for no challenge. So I'm going to be like, yo, come on. All right, let's get it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. At this point, I'm going to make it better than they photo. So let's go. Let's get to it. This energy, man. I'm loving this. And you got me hype. I'm about to run through a brick wall or something like that. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Um, I turn that do, group chat too. That's, and that, that was the other thing. I was just about to mention that group chat. So like CL, CL is ahead of his time, to be honest. And he is a lot older. Um, and he he's a very wise young man. No, we're going to say that. He's a wise young man. Um, today he put up a post and asked like how many people want to be a part of a group chat um, basically just entrepreneurs motivating each other and he you know got people responded people think next thing I know he did not hesitate at all he challenged he didn't just challenge himself he challenged all of us to wake up at 8 a.m. get to it throughout the week and like we're gonna check in on each other and then at the end of the week we're gonna we gonna reflect on what we did and see what we got done and it wasn't one of those hey guys you can do it like it wasn't one of those like it was, we, we're not talking like no care bear motivation he was like we're gonna see who fold in here because everybody ain't gonna make it and i was like my the football part of my mind was like yes sir you did right i was like yes sir i was and, and to be honest that's what that was the push i needed because i was like okay i'm already working but let me sleep until noon because I stayed up late last night. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That ain't getting much done. And it takes, age is a is a weird thing, right? Because it goes back to what you said, no matter how young or how old you are, people can go back and look at you and be like, you know what, this young man motivated me. But no, it's just, CL is just a dope dude that just has that mind of, if I know I'm a win. I know I'm a win, no cocky stuff. I'm just blessed enough to do it. The yeah. question is, how can my winning also get you winning? and like and, and we gonna move from there so 
He, that's why he does much more than just photography. You really got to listen to what he says. Um, see, so yeah, real quick, this was wasn't one of the questions. Describe the scripture in your um, in your profile and what that means to your hustle. Back to two and two. Yes, sir. So I got that scripture from Steve Harvey, and it's crazy because it's my journey, like my goals and everything right here. But I got the scripture from Steve Harvey, and basically, basically the scripture says, "Write your vision and make it plain." and God will make it happen. So every goal I have, everything I want to do in life, I got it written down and I'm praying that God will make it happen sometime in the future or whenever it's ready for me, ready for me to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like something I live by. That's my screensaver. My screensaver got Habakkuk two and two and then my goal that I got for every month. Mm -hmm. So, and everything I want to do about in my lifetime. So yeah, it's just a reminder to make sure I trust God that he gonna make it happen regardless of how long it takes. And you, you even had a post a couple of months ago, or maybe it was last year, of you pushing other people to have what was it, three hundred goals? Yeah, yeah, it was last year. So ex explain that to me. Explain that. Explain that. All right. So that's something else I got from Steve Harvey. So in the video, he was like, "I challenge y'all to write down three hundred things that you want in life, that you want to do, that you want God to make happen in your life." But he was like, after like after you get around like fifty things you write down. You don't get stuck so you have to actually push through to write down extra things that you really don't really think of like anything then you'd be like i want a new car new house this color car this certain car a new phone new camera whatever write it down so i was like if i'm getting this information i'm inspired by it maybe someone else will be inspired by it so after i made a post i started tagging my friends because me like me being me i just want all my friends to eat too i don't like just me doing something my friends still sitting down looking at the ceiling mm -hmm. like, bro you don't need to be working no jobs like come on start investing in yourself do this do this so start tagging people they started doing their stuff too and i got like 10 people to write down day 300 goals and we all still to this day, to this day i still check on them and make sure they have their goals right now they looking at them and all that so hopefully we all can look the whole time i wrote this i started writing this down like in september so when september hit i'm gonna see how much i checked off in here mm -hmm. is that does that get nerve-wracking um are you racing against yourself to accomplish these goals or is it naturally happening? It's actually naturally happening. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not really, cause some days I forget to look at my binder, like mm -hmm. notes and stuff. Like I actually went like a whole week without looking at my uh, notes, but I look back at it and then some stuff would actually happen and still. So I was like, Oh snap. Yeah. Trying to get back to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love it, man. I, I love all this. So, um, we got some questions from the audience. Um, and then we'll go into a few more questions. I'm not going to keep you here long. I got a whole, listen, I got two, I got like two pages worth of questions, but we're going <laughs> to bust it down a little bit. Cause I ain't trying to keep you here all night. I know you've been up all night. So some of the audience questions, what's one thing you wish you knew when you started taking photos? I wish I knew how to keep everything in focus. And I wish I knew how to pose people. I still to this day suck at posing people. Okay. Okay. That's like, um, that's just, that's just me personally not being good at communication though. Like, really? Comes, yeah. I, like it's weird. Like when it comes to like being on stage and having to talk in front of a whole bunch of people, mm. I tend to like stutter a lot and get stuck on my words cause my brain thinks so fast. Like okay. I start messing up my words and stuff. So when it comes to like posing people, it's just for me, cause I'm so like strict on being like, I, it's weird because most girls can like pose girls without no problem. I just can't see myself doing like a girly pose trying to show okay. a model to do it. Got you. I got you. So I, like I try to talk them through it, but sometimes they don't, they don't understand what I'm saying. So I have to be like, have to take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
Trying to do it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I feel well, you. So I'm trying to work on that because other photographers that do it like so fluently, like they'd be like, oh, yeah, do this, do this, do that. And then the pose be coming out hard. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Man. Yeah. Okay. Um, Among your works, what's your favorite? And my favorite pictures I've taken? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm about to look at them right now. Hold on. Okay. From this pat from these past two weeks, mm-hmm. the ju- the jungle one that you said it was your favorite. Tough. Yeah, this one. If y'all can see it, y'all can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to plug them in here. <laughs> All right, la la la. So yeah, the jungle one. Genesis bike shoot was hard to me. Tough. Tough. Never hard to me. Uh, I got an old one with. My friend Kamaya, she's like in the paper, and the paper is like wrapped around her. Oh, that was t- now. Listen, I'm still was trying to figure out how you did that one, because um, that was tough. The little 3D, the 3D photo shoot with the brown, right, and the red. Was it brown and red? Uh, but I'm tweaking now. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I got the wrong photo shoot. It's it's orange. It's orange. Okay, it's orange. It's orange. That was but tough. I, uh, my friend Jocelyn, her jank, she had the fire in her hands. That was tough too. The hot, that was like the hot girl summer. I, I called yeah. that the hot girl summer in my head. Um, <laughs> tough, tough, tough. Um, what's a difficult challenge you fa- uh, you faced in your craft? Trying not to get too comfortable with just doing studio shoots and doing the same basic thing in the stool. I that like some that's why you don't see me post all my studio shoots. I get tired of looking at people sitting down in a chair. But like that's that comes with me. Not having my own studio yet, so I, I can't really have that much props in my house. Yeah. So yeah. until I get my own studio, I'm probably gonna be seeing the same stuff. That's why I don't really post it a lot. Yeah. I'm trying to start more posting more outdoor shoot, outdoor shoots, so I can give a variety. Yeah. And you do give a, a variety. I saw um, Ty showed me a couple of her shots, but then I see the jungle shot, mm-hmm. and then I see I see like you're everywhere, um, and you know the spaces that really fit the personalities of the people that you shoot, which I also think is something else that's important like every photographer is not going to be able to just like you, you, it's more than just pointing and clicking you know yeah. um how do you match that up how do you how do you get the vision like when somebody comes to you and they say cl i want you to shoot like i want you to shoot something for me how what does that process look like so every time someone texts me and be like i'm gonna shoot i be like, all right cool lock them in lock them in a date and then i go straight to either scrolling through my page or someone else's page pinterest youtube I like majority of the time I go on YouTube and Pinterest and I just watch videos of people taking pictures of other models and stuff, doing mm-hmm. photography challenges, trying to figure out the best creative way to do stuff and not just be boring for real. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Pinterest and look for different different types of concepts that link in some type of way. And then I create like a little board that has different poses, different uh, styles of things, different color backdrops, colors, like everything and then i send it to them and then we come come with that uh idea together and then that basically be it but most of the time most of the time like with genesis and kayla shoots we just do stuff off the fly yeah like, and when we come together we plan to do something else we plan to do something but majority of the time they come out better because usually we under pressure because it's so they're always late for everything <laughs> so <laughs> don't come up here and start no beef now all right come on <laughs> So we always have, but we work better under pressure. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like we had time to do everything. It would probably not end up end up as good as it would under pressure. Yeah. We all have something else to do throughout the schedule time we have for the shoot. Yeah, Un- unbiasedly, because I, I love um, I love all three of y'all, but I love Kayla and Genesis. Um, 
I think all of my favorite shots outside of the jungle one have come from you working with Genesis and Kayla, um, mm-hmm. the one with the purple couch, and then the one. Um, oh, I forgot about that. That looked like it was really supposed to be in some magazine somewhere, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not holding you. That was so tough, um, and you captured, you captured them in a different light that um, typically we don't see them in. And then yeah. the newest, your newest one with Genesis, was just phenomenal, man. It was just, it had a whole different feel to it, whole different touch to it. Um, so, these are some um, other questions that kind of popped up. What kind of tools and programs do you use um, post processing, and what's your work method and timeline? All right, so when I after I finish a shoot, I load them up all in Lightroom. The app, the app is called Lightroom, and then they choose their pictures from there. Like they pick their favorites from there from the shoot, and then after that, I put them in. Well, it depends if it's an outdoor shoot or not. But majority of the time, I edit through Lightroom, mm-hmm. and then if there's like like a portrait or something, I'll edit in Photoshop to make sure the skin and everything is like OD crisp, mm-hmm. no like imperfections or anything. And then after that. I go back to Lightroom, put the preset on it, different colors and stuff, and figure out how I like, what mood I'm going for. And then if it's like a special effect or anything, like the fire photo shoot, mm-hmm. I'll put them on my phone and then go on PixArt and then edit through there and add all the fire, all the different effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How so, long How long does that take you to get done? It depends how much I like to shoot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Word. Word. Yeah. The, if the photos is OD hard, then I'm probably going to, as soon as we take the pictures, I'm probably going to try to get to those right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like that's, that's why I was dropping every day the past two weeks. I felt like everything was OD hard. Everything yeah. was OD hard. Let's go. Let's drop. Let's drop. Let's drop. So, uh, but yeah, on like on a regular basis, I usually try to get everything finished within one or two days. Man. But, now it's, but now it's getting pushed back a little bit to like two to three days because the work starting to load up yeah and i got i'm getting busier and busier so i need to figure out like a little time to where i just sit down and edit yeah that's not a bad turnaround though like a couple days i'm not mad at that i know you had you had our pictures in hand same within that day (laughs) that same day we were sitting there looking at each other he was like yeah i'm done i was like oh okay (laughs) but with the group chat that's why that's why i made the group chat though so i can make sure i'm motivated to to get up and make sure i edit all my pictures before the deadline Cause I know if I want to do, if I want to wake up on time, I'm be waking up at like ten o'clock, twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then I'm behind. Cause I got photo shoots right after I wake up, and then busy in the afternoons. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, quarantine will do it to you. But you, yeah. that's the other part about it is we gotta force ourselves to get up and get active. And he also, it was more than just entrepreneurship. He was talking about homework. Like I'm taking summer classes right now, so I can make sure I graduate in May. And I'm like, me sleeping in until noon. That's three hours. Oh, I thought that was me. Um, three, we, I'm like sleeping in. That don't do me no good. Like, you know what I'm saying though? So whatever, I, I need to be up anyway. Um, how did you, how do you learn to take better pictures? How did I learn to take better pictures? Mm-hmm. I, I think it just came from me watching YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah. I always would watch YouTube videos of, like this is, this is a girl named Jessica Cobasi, I think on YouTube. But she always did like fashion shoots and it would be like a challenge. It'd be like four photographers shoot one model. Mm-hmm. And then each photographer would shoot the same model in the same location, but they'll all have their own different vibe to it and their mm-hmm. own angles and everything. So I was like, well, that's tough. I want to do that. I want to be able to have that preset, that type of quality and everything. So it first went from me trying to learn how to edit and everything to my actual settings and my camera and the lenses I had. So the lenses changed the whole quality of my image. The camera changed the quality. And now that I got like 
figure out certain presets on my uh on Lightroom. It gave a whole different mood to pictures like Genesis pictures, for example. I put a new preset on that and that gave it a whole summary feel and all that. Mm -hmm. So really just trying to learn from people I look up to well, that I watch all the time and try to make my quality as good as theirs yeah. or even better. Yeah. Okay. Um what do you look for while shooting in the field? Like what adjustments? Um what do you what do you look for? What adjustments do you need to make in the field? Um, in the field being wherever you are outside of your studio and then in the studio. Uh like just in general, like with my camera? Yeah, just in general. So like if I'm out the judgment, I'm trying to figure out how like how bright is the sun? Like are we in in dead the like direct sunlight? Are we like near sundown to where the sun is like light on the face and everything? Mm -hmm. How harsh the sun is basically. So that shade, like my lighting, the shade, uh, different angles, how fast I need to take your pictures in case you start sweating your, your edges out. <laughs> Cause uh, I be, listen, you put me in two poses, I'm already sweating, so don't, yeah. But yeah, like it can, it really varies for for mm -hmm. like how fast we can do something. And like going in the street, when I did Jatai's pictures, we try to go in the street. Yeah. Yeah, and cars coming. So like, how fast can we do this without getting ran over? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I saw that in one of them pictures. It was a, it was a car right there. I didn't know if you edited that in there or that was a real car. That looked like a real car. And I was like, oh, you y'all living on the edge over there, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your gear for those that are getting started. That for those that want to follow down this path that you've taken, um, what give give me the the simple part of what gear you use um, to to get the photos that you do. What I started off with, like officially started off with, I'm not gonna even mention the little Nikon with the lens that was inside of it. <laughs> okay. my, my first camera, my, yeah. first, my first camera was a Canon Rebel T6, and it came with a kit lens on it. That's all you really need for, for a, mm -hmm. a camera, because it's not really like the camera and everything cool, and it gives you better quality and everything. But how you edit it, because you can take pictures off your phone. If you edit in good, they can still come out OD hard. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So. But yeah, I got the Rebel T6 kit lens. But then after that, I was like, well, I need to up my quality a little bit. And that's when Abanita had like a little better camera than mine. I was like, I want that camera. So then I went and bought that camera after I saved the money from the first camera. And we got that camera. And then I bought the lens that every photographer has. I was like, what lens does every photographer have that's the like the most versatile lens for everything? Mm -hmm. And then found out it was a 24 through 70, 2.8. And that jank was not cheap. Boy, magic took forever to say before. How, what's the price range for that for that lens? Eighteen hundred. Oh my, <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! What? Yeah, dude. And so, how much was the camera? What's the price range for the camera itself? The camera I got was like seven hundred, eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! What? <laughs> for yeah. real? Yeah, bro. Magic is not cheap. A good a good investment though. I'm not hey, sure. good. I'm sure it's well worth it. I can't believe. That. I'm sorry that lens just took me <laughs> fifteen hundred. That's a little down payment on a little hoopty car. You know what I'm saying? You could you could yeah. pay for a little vehicle. Yeah. Hey, but you what? You see this money going to the camera? Do you hesitate to? Uh, do you hesitate in the investment? Do you think like man, this could go somewhere? Else? No, you just you just go right into it. Like after I set the goal and I'd be like, I'm saving up for this. I save up for it. Once I get it, don't. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm, I, I automatically after I buy, I'm gonna get the money back. I'm not worried. I mean, listen, I see. 
I I be thinking like how you be thinking, but I be overthinking. I need to get more like you just you see, this full faith in God is really refreshing. It's re, it's really refreshing. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes I got to remind myself to have that kind of faith. Um because you just everything you said so far is like, "Nah, I just be, you know, I'm going to get it right back." You know, mm-hmm. and and it's not in a cocky way. It's just a way of saying that you know, God got me, but of course, faith without works is dead. So you can't just be believing without putting some action towards to it. So you just got to get up, go get it and work towards just the lens, excuse me, just the lens, the amount of work you got to put in for the lens itself, not to mention the camera and everything else. So I really think that's dope. Um, How did you develop your audience or your consumer base when you started? They really started from taking pictures of Marlon Mm-hmm. to take pictures of all his friends, to take pictures of my friends for free. I just started taking everything for free. Mm-hmm. And then I did that for like two months for everything for free. And that's when more and more people started hitting me up, hitting me up, mm-hmm. asking for pictures. And then my mom and dad advertising me too. You know, they passed some more church people started coming in, actually asking me how much do I charge for stuff and all that. So then that's when it just started blowing up after a whole bunch of church people started hitting me up because then word of mouth go out. Then now the whole school know who like who I am and all that. Now they want to half of the church want to take pictures and then it just goes on and on. And then it'd be people I don't even know, like that my parents know that be hitting me up and be like, yo, you want pictures? I had a person hit me up from Maryland the other day. It was like, yo, I just seen your work. I want some pictures. And it was offering to like come like drive down to come take pictures and stuff. I was like, that's crazy. That is wild. So how did you um when you when you started developing these prices, how did you come up with your first with your first pricing? My first price was five dollars. Five dollars? Yeah, that, that's after I went from free. After I went from free shoots, you know, all the friends, all my friends. I ain't never want to like just charge my friends. So yeah, it was all my friends and stuff. All of my friends. So I was like, oh yeah, five dollars for a quick shoot, and we just take pictures outside, like or in school. And they throw me five dollars. How, how did you build from there? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> No, no, no. That's exactly what I asked you. I'm oh, yeah. rolling my eyes at the fact that you was only charging five dollars for 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 pictures. Oh yeah, but yeah, it went from five dollars to like twenty five a shoot, and then it went to like fifty dollars for like you. It'll be it went to like fifty dollars, and you'll get the whole shoot I took pictures of. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I don't think I won't edit it back then. I was just I would, I just figured out how to get the pictures off my camera to my phone, and I'll send them over. So then went from. Fifty dollars to no edit pictures, but you'll get like a hundred pictures of everything I took. Yeah, and it went to minimizing that to like a hundred dollars to where you get like fifteen, twenty pictures, and I'll edit all those, and you'll get the rest all raw. But now you don't get none of the raw images. You just pick which ones you like the most, and I edit those, and then uh, you get this. You get a lesser amount because it takes actually more time to edit the pictures. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back then I used to get mad because once I started editing. And I still gave them the raw images. They will post the one, the unedited picture, and I'll be like, "Hold on, you reflected my work on the unedited side, and not the edited." Right. right. Five dollars. Yeah, I'll be trying to go up. Yeah, slowly. I, listen, that is very interesting because I'm looking at your price now, I and mean, you still. A lot of people would charge a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't. They don't. They don't have a heart like you do, and they would be charging a lot more. Um, but you are being considerate of your consumer base while also still gauging i know what my worth is and, yeah. and slowly you do have to do things more for you because you can't keep doing this at the low prices and and for free and the lookout and the cookout so mm-hmm. um man that's five dollars and that fifteen hundred dollar camera all these numbers is just messing messing with my <laughs> head um how do you how um 
Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm going to be 24. I'm old. Let's put a pause right there. I'm old. I'm I'm old. I'm old. And I know it. Like, I watched watched Marlon sign his his papers to go to school. I'm watching you. That was nuts. That was nuts. I cried. He he got me, too. I cried. Almost got me. Come on, come on. You you supposed to cry with me. You supposed to cry with me. Listen, I watched the video, and you know how you can, like, swipe out of the video? I felt the tear, the tear drop. I said, nope. And I just just pushed it up. But I'm watching, like, all y'all grow up. And... It's just really amazing, you know what I'm saying? And so I just feel old. But sorry, go ahead. Where do you see yourself in five years? In five years. I just made a post about this recently, too. That's what's crazy. In five years, I'm going to be 24 years old, my Kobe year. And you know I'm going to have to be a millionaire by the time I'm 24. For sure. For sure. Y'all heard it here first. Listen, and this is where we get the exclusives, you know what I'm saying? Interviews, welcome. Um, So you already talked about... You already talked about a lot of this stuff, man. And listen, I'm so happy, man. Um, let's let's go to. I want to talk a little bit before we start wrapping this up, right? Kayla, Genesis, and you. This trio, okay? Yeah. We see magic happen when this trio gets together, okay? What is it about this group that um, that makes the magic happen? What what does everybody bring to the table, and how did this start? I think it started off with, well, we all grew up in the same church together. Mm-hmm. So we all family. And then on top of that, I trust them. And I, so like, basically I trust them to do my creative. Like anytime I think of something creative, I go to them and to do it. Cause I don't want to be like, I'm big on trying to keep my family on first mm-hmm. and then branch off to other people. Like Absolutely. my family not working down there, I branch off to someone else, but I try to like make sure all my family eat first before I do something else. But yeah. So we really started off with doing like regular studio shoots. Like when I first got backdrops and stuff, I'd be like, yo, come on, let's take pictures. And that's when I found out that, well, first it was just Kayla coming over doing makeup for people and all that. And then that's when we found out that Genesis likes to model and all that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, hold on, Genesis modeling, come on. Yeah, let's take pictures. Mm-hmm. And then after that first shoot, we was like, yeah, this is about to be the team, this is about to be the group. And we was like, we got to start coming up with more creative stuff. And after we did the uh, Keith Powers and Ryan Destiny yeah, one, that was tough. And I think went that, that's one of my favorite ones too. And after that, yeah, because that went viral, pictures. didn't it? Yeah, that was one of my first basically viral uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Keith Powers and Ryan Destiny reposted that, Jane, I was like, oh yeah, we we <laughs> we the wave right now. We yeah. can keep going. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, how, more, how hard is it working with family? Sorry, go ahead. Say what you was gonna I, say. I was just saying it's more fun with like with family, like working okay. with family. not really like. When I work with them, I don't really have no time frame, like OD, because majority of the time we work at nighttime when I'm done with everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like chill, more relaxed, more vibes. We just chilling, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And then what we do after that, we already know it's going to be fire. Yeah. So, That's, I love I love it because, you know, they all, all three of y'all humble. Genesis knows she can model, but she's, you know, she's humbler yeah. than what she, you know, Kayla is a bomb, bomb with the makeup. And then you bring in a bomb photographer. There's she no reason. Kayla, too humble. I'm gonna need her to make that uh, makeup page now. Say it again. Kayla, make your makeup page right now, bro. Bring that thing back because you will be tweaking. Big time, like big. When I say Kayla's good at makeup, I'm not talking no. I'm not talking about just a regular. We gonna draw like a little wing, cute little yeah. thing right here. No, Kayla's bomb with a full face and really could like have every, her own makeup studio. Every shoot we did with Genesis, she done her face. And they be getting OD compliments. She just did uh, one of my clients the other day's face. And my mom was like, hold on, who did your face? They did it good. They did it good. I was like, oh, snap. Kayla did amazing. 
and she got and she progressively and she gets better and better and Kayla just that's a whole no though like she don't be advertising I'd be like bro tighten up what do you do like what do you do like I'm ready to promote you once again we had the Noah family thing and we was like yo we gonna promote everybody da, 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 yeah. da. you know obviously it didn't work how we wanted it to but mm-hmm. seeing the how much potential was just in the chat itself um yeah. with, with you and with Kayla and even Genesis and like it's, it makes me wish that I was back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, that I was back in VA yeah. and, like, I don't do no makeup and I don't take no pictures and I don't model. So I'm not sure what I would be doing back in VA. But yeah, um, man, I'd be assistant. I'd be, you know, I'd be, even if I got to hold the little light, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if I could you know, hold the little thing over the little thing right there. You know, I do that too. Just, I'm just trying to support the family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, let's wrap this up. How do you t- how can you tell when a picture is that picture? Like you know it. I don't know how to explain that because it's like you just know after you see it. The majority of the time, like I like basically after the shoot, I'll be like, yo, that's the shot right there. Mm-hmm. But then I'll get confirmation from my mom and she'll be like, Yeah, that's a shot right there. <laughs> yeah. My mom big on modeling too, like advertising her brand and mm-hmm. on what shot it will appeal to what audience and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'll confirm it myself. And I'll go with my mom. Now I'll confirm it with Marlon, Ampadita, Maya, Genesis, Kayla, everybody. And I'll be like, what's your favorite ones out of these? And then I send them to my friends and be like, what's your favorite out of these? And whoever favorites the most thing, I usually pick that or whatever I, me and my mom think is like the, the go-to picture. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I love your mom. I, I love your dad too, but I love your mom. Yeah, they, you know, they just, just good, dope people. Um, hmm. What's your favorite part about photography? Uh, taking the picture and figure like knowing I got the shot even if we didn't plan again. Like, if if we doing a shoot, I had a lot of these too. Like, we doing a shoot, and in my head, I don't feel like the shoot gonna go as good as it's supposed to. But we still get the good shot that ends up going like getting more likes than we expected it to. I'd be happy. I would go, oh, yeah, let's go, let's go. Or when I start editing, and I'd be like, hold on, this picture is actually hard. Yeah, yeah, they get yeah. me up. Is it ever the picture you think it's gonna be? Majority of the time, no. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't really be planning the poses or anything. I just be like, just the look we going for. Mm-hmm. And then we going from there. And then after I hit like a certain angle and the model has a certain pose, and I'd be like, hold on, this is hard. We can keep staying this spot right here. Get as many pictures as possible because this is like the hardest angle. And then that'd be it. I love it, man. You may, you making it seem so um, not easy, but seamless. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just really going with the flow, capturing it. You know it when you know it. And there ain't a whole lot of talking behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like just getting it, getting the job done. Um, and I just, I really think that that's just dope as hell. Um, a young man just know what he, who know, just knows what he want. You know what I'm saying? Got a good head on his shoulder. CL's very smart. Always been a good kid. Um, like the whole family. So, you know, it, it's, this is not surprising. Your answers are not surprising. Your vibe is not surprising at all. All you're doing is just putting it into the work ethic, which I think is very important and everybody can't do. You know what I'm saying? Um, is there a message you are trying to deliver through your photography? Trust God at all times. That's it. That's yeah. it. And stay humble because the people that don't be humble are the ones that get, they give snatched from them. Yep. And your, and your mom just, as you your mom preached about that too. Is uh, you know, if, you know, the humble. If you're not humble, you get humbled and having that thorn, yeah. um, in your side and that kind of stuff. And that's very, very true. It's very scary to think about too, man. Um, 
tips for people aspiring to achieve what you've achieved so far? Like in photography or just like? In general. In general? Mm-hmm. For me, I'll just say, write down everything you like to do and then pray about it. And then tell God that this is what you want to do, give you a sign of what you're good at and just do everything you can to figure out where you, what's your purpose in life. So that's, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's solid advice. Um, that's, that's pretty much it, man. I want to keep asking the same questions over and over. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say to people, you know, in general? Now follow me on Instagram at Sellers Media. Uh, might want to book something right now because the price is about to go up again. Uh, know your worth and trust that at all times. That's perfect. You answered this. You answered the questions I was about to ask you too. Um, go follow CL on Sellers Media. Um, very inspirational young man. A very dope young man. Um, good head on the shoulder. He gonna do you right. Um, just anybody that you know, I recommend CL in general. You know what I'm saying? He just always do it. Um, last person asked me like, I want to get my graduation photos done, and do you know what this experience is like? And I can honestly tell you, he's a flexible young man. He gonna get you in, he gonna get you out, and he gonna give you some ideas that even you didn't know was good, and he gonna catch you in the best light and in the best eye, you know what I'm saying? So go and support this young man, go follow him at Sellers Media. I really appreciate you for CL for showing up. Um, I appreciate you for just being a good, um, God-fearing young man, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is more spiritual podcast, but this is the other side of me that, you know what I'm saying, if you don't know me, that this is this is me. Um, a lot of things that CL has in his mind and the way that he thinks is, is how I operate on the day-to-day -to -day too as well, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so I thank God for you. I thank God for your talents and for your family um, and just this experience and this opportunity for people to be able to hear what you got to say um, from a young man perspective, um, just achieving so much at such a young age. So shout out to you, CL, and shout out to y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Don't forget to go. I'm going to plug my own stuff. Go stream Random. Random is out right now. The music video is out right now as well on YouTube as well as my IGTV. Um, go stream Random. Go stream Max. We got more quarantine vibes on the way. Um, what'd you say? Stream it all. Stream all of it. Oh, <laughs> just stream it all. Just put it on repeat while you sleep too. Um, I want to say that I love y'all for those that support. Go ahead, follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever, all Marcus J. Destin. Go ahead, go follow me. We got more stuff on the way, more podcasts, films in black and white, interviews, more music is on the way. I'm doing everything because I'm bored out of my mind and I'm tired of quarantine, all right? So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, but y'all already know that, though. Uh, we out, baby. Peace.